Hey everyone, welcome back to Recalibrate, a mindset podcast designed to help you break free from the old and press on to the new. I appreciate you connecting every week to listen, to learn, and to grow. Today is part three of the series on boundaries. If you've listened to part one and two, you should by now have a pretty clear understanding of what boundaries look like and why they're so important to have in your life. You see, boundaries, in essence, will they'll help you gain control. Stephen Covey, one of my favorite authors, he wrote the book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. He once said that we must always start with the end in mind. And so if the end goal is to gain control over your life, well, then it's crucial that you start by setting boundaries. Now, let me be clear. You're not trying to gain control of other people, your circumstances, or even your outcomes. Those things will fall into their proper place as long as you are willing to gain control over that one person. (laughs) That would be you. See, the issue is that most people get so caught up in trying to gain control over the things that they can't control. And in doing so, they end up losing control over themselves. Now, here's a true paradox. It's only when you take control of yourself that you will begin to have influence on other things like people, circumstances, and outcomes. So here goes a pop quiz for everyone. What is a boundary? (laughs) Well, according to Dr. Henry Cloud, the boundary guru, they're like a property line. They define where you end and someone else begins. It's a structure that preserves order. People with effective boundaries have ownership over their feelings, thoughts, choices, desires, opinions, and their own behaviors. In a nutshell, they have ownership over their hearts, minds, bodies, and souls. And they don't give that right away to anyone because they understand how detrimental it can become for them morally, spiritually, physically, mentally, and at times even sexually. No one, now listen to me, no one can snatch that ownership away from you unless you position yourself to give it away. As I mentioned before, Simply learning how to say no and following through will set a boundary into motion that will guard your heart, mind, and body. No is a short word that carries a powerful punch. It is a statement in itself. It's the first boundary word we learn as children. It draws the line. When you lack healthy boundaries in your relationships, you let people push you into a corner or a place You don't want to be in. You end up succumbing to their demands and they end up imposing on your time and ultimately your life. Their urgency, now listen, their urgency becomes your priority. One of my favorite quotes regarding this type of of issue is, poor planning on your part does not necessitate an emergency on mine. So now let me give you some examples of what healthy boundaries sound like. For instance, I'm not okay with you yelling at me. I will discuss this with you when we can speak to one another calmly and respectfully. I can't work overtime this weekend. Since I wasn't on the schedule, I already made plans. I can give you a ride home, but I absolutely need to leave by 7. If you're any later than that, I'm going to have to leave without you. Your friend has a drug problem, and I'm not comfortable being around him. Please don't invite him over to our house again. And I've been doing much more than my fair share of the chores. From now on, I'm only washing my dishes. I'll expect you to wash your own. Those are just some 
day-to-day boundaries, some very simple boundaries that if applied properly and followed through with, will truly give you a sense of peace and ownership. You see, the lack of boundaries allows other people's dysfunctions to become yours. And that creates drama and a certain level of toxicity in your life. I can honestly say that I have never met a successful marriage that lacked healthy boundaries. And likewise, I've never met a dysfunctional marriage that had all of their boundaries in place. Your boundaries are defined by your vision and your values. Your vision is your direction, your end goal, the destination that you want to arrive at. Solomon penned this. He said, people without a vision perish. They die. In other words, if you have no definite destination in your life, you will end up like the Israelites, walking around the desert in circles for 40 years while perishing in the process. Ultimately, boundaries express how much you value you, how much you care for you, and how much you love you. In other words, the lack of boundaries is a true sign of a lack of self-esteem. After setting your vision and values for your life, do as David did and ask the Lord, search my heart, O God, and put my thoughts to the test. In other words, assessing and becoming self-aware is the first step to breaking free from the mental constructs and paradigms that have kept you bound. You must first be able to identify the holes in your fence. Picture your boundaries like a fence that surrounds your property, your property being you. So you have to be able to identify the holes in your fence before you can repair it. Some people have holes in their fences or simply don't set boundaries into motion in their lives because they have this constant need for approval or they feel more secure that way or they have this need to be perfect. A very common one in relationships is the need to rescue. The need to rescue is what I call the Mother Teresa syndrome or the Savior syndrome, where you feel like you're always having to rescue the underdog or help everyone to the point where you become codependent. And this happens a lot in the marriage relationship where one of them has some kind of a vice, a a bad habit, an addiction, and the other person supplies for their craziness, supplies for their needs simply to quote-unquote rescue them. And they become codependent in the process, losing their own lives. Other people don't set boundaries because they fear being alone or isolated or They fear conflict or disagreement. Some people, they just don't set boundaries and they have these holes in their fence because they're afraid that they're going to make people angry by setting boundaries or or they don't do so because they feel inferior and therefore they're not worthy of setting boundaries. And others don't set boundaries simply because they're unwilling to say no or they're unwilling to hear no. So at this point, you're probably asking, okay, so how do I start setting boundaries in my relationships? Well, I'm glad you asked. Let me provide you with a boundaries blueprint that you can easily follow. Number one, know your most important values. You see, knowing your values is the first step for setting boundaries because they help you determine what you're not willing to compromise on. When you have people in your space that don't align with or respect what you value, you can easily get caught up in managing their drama. 
instead of focusing on what's best for you. So determine what your most important values are. Number two, use your values to determine your boundaries. So ask yourself what you will and will not allow. Whatever your values are, converting them into boundaries gives you a basis for setting boundaries in relationships, setting boundaries at work or anywhere else. But you've got to know your values. Your values determine your boundaries. And your boundaries are determined by what you are willing and not willing to allow in your life. Number three, self-awareness. Self-awareness is important. Remember, we've talked about this. Self-awareness is the beginning of healing. You know, it's, it's, it's like when uh, someone has uh, an addiction. Let's, let's, you know, let's say alcoholism. And they go to an AA meeting. The first thing that they have to do is become self-aware of the fact that they have a problem. And that's why they say, my name is, you know, Bob, and I'm an alcoholic. So self-awareness is important. Find time to reflect and ask yourself in which areas of your life you're feeling the most threatened, exhausted, abused, taken advantage of, and ultimately hurt. It's like putting your whole life under an x-ray, an MRI, a CAT scan, in order for it to reveal those areas in your life that have been affected the most and that require the most time, the most healing. So once you've done one, two, and three, number four is set your boundaries. So in order to set your boundaries, make sure that you communicate them assertively. Be clear, keep it simple, and please, please, please don't feel the need to justify them. In other words, don't go to the other person and say, uh, I'm setting these boundaries because, or I feel the need to do this because. No, no, you don't have to. You simply communicate your boundaries assertively. If you try to explain yourself or justify yourself and you're dealing with someone who has mastered the fine art of manipulation or if they are control freaks, they will try to find wiggle room within your explanation to dissuade you to keep you from setting those boundaries into motion. So please be assertive, clear, keep it simple, and do not justify your reasons. Number five, keep your boundaries. Very important. It's almost like setting a goal when people say at the beginning of the year, well, I'm going to lose weight, and they start working out in the gym for the first two or three weeks, and then after that, it's it's all over. They have forgotten their goals. Well, when you set your boundaries, ultimately remember you're keeping your you're, you're working with the end in mind. Uh, in order to become successful, you have to be consistent, consistent, consistent enough to keep your boundaries. So, in order to do that, find someone that can hold you accountable, someone who you trust, someone with whom you have a healthy relationship. Have them hold you accountable. Tell them what you are trying to accomplish, what you're doing, why you're doing it. And so that way they can hold you accountable when uh, you seem to falter and to want to fail or, or give in. So in order to do that, in order to keep your boundaries, have an accountability partner. Number two, keep a clear list of your boundaries. Very important. Now listen, a lot of people don't do this in their life. 
Keep a clear list of your boundaries. In other words, write them down so that you can revisit, reevaluate, and ultimately continue to rehearse them. Otherwise, you may easily forget them. Writing things down is powerful. It's like when you have a vision board. A vision board is meant to be there to remind you of the things that you are working towards, things that you're pressing on, okay? So you have to write it down. Have it clearly stated on a piece of paper somewhere where you can see them every day so that you don't succumb to the old and you press on to the new. Remember the three R's. Revisit, reevaluate, rehearse. Keeping a clear list of your boundaries will help you revisit them so that you don't forget them. It will also help you reevaluate your boundaries. This will allow you to shift them, keep them, or eliminate them. And the third R is rehearse. Keeping a clear list will help you rehearse those boundaries. Because otherwise, you'll end up forgetting them. That's kind of the way our mind works. We have to constantly repeat, repeat, repeat. Dr. Caroline Leaf says that whatever we repeat in our minds will grow like a tree. Whatever we don't repeat, we will end up forgetting. And number six, figure out where you will compromise and where you will not. Keep in mind that flexibility is the key to excellence. Try to focus on the majors. In other words, major on the majors and do not major on the minors. Focus on the big picture. Don't don't become so exhausted with the minor things in your life. Focus on the bigger things that have the biggest impact. And allow yourself to adjust your expectations. As long as this doesn't create an opportunity for you to become hurt. Christine Morgan once said, Setting boundaries is a way of caring for myself. It doesn't make me mean, selfish, or uncaring. Just because I don't do things your way. I care about me too. Wow, that's a powerful statement. Keep in mind that we teach people how to treat us by what we allow, what we stop, and what we reinforce. Love yourself, my friend. Love yourself enough to set boundaries in your life. I hope this series was helpful. If uh, the content was meaningful to you, would you please give us a five-star rating and drop us a review so that others can also find us. Love you guys. God bless. Love yourself. Start by setting boundaries.